Wrong news, everyone. You're listening to the Barely Alive podcast with Bubba and Kyle. But why not the Kyle and the Bubba? <laughs> Welcome back in to the show of things, our show, your show, that didn't start with the word all right. It's the Barely Alive Podcast. Ugh, let me try that again. The Barely Alive Podcast with Kyle and the man sitting next to me, Bubba. All right. <laughs> it wouldn't be our show if it didn't start with the word all right. All right. All right. <laughs> I just fucking did it again. Okay. Okay. That'll be my new word. My new word's okay. So my new, my new word's going to be okay. Welcome, everyone, to our great show. It's been a long time since we've talked. A long time um, coming. And uh, that's what she said. And, <laughs> you know, I, I've missed doing this. I've said that for the past, like, couple years, though. Um, but, yeah, um, it's going to be a really decent show. Yes, we actually do have a uh, decent so decent show planned. It's oh, not, God, I cannot talk. Holy shit! It's that shot you took. Yeah, we took a couple shots upstairs before coming down into the cave. But they're celebratory the shots. They are celebratory for a couple different reasons. Yes, one being you, me. We're celebrating me a bit. Okay, a special feat that you accomplished. That's right. Oh, okay, so I did um, triathlon. Yes. <laughs> I survived my first Iron Man. Uh, no, I uh, I graduated with my master's degree, so that was a big accomplishment. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Please hold your applause until the end of the show. That was my crowd. <laughs> Sounded like a pterodactyl. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. That was, that's a major feat. Thank you. That um, not many people accomplish. And I think you are the only person in my circle, which is a very small circle, mm-hmm. That has reached that accomplishment. So really, congr- I'm the only congr- one. Congratulations! Not not Ryan. I have a sphere of dumb yep. <laughs> that surrounds me, and you are not included. Well, you know what? You are kind of dumb with your certain things, but I respect that. Everybody has their own area of dumb. They yes. have their own sphere of uh, dumb. I call it my house. Okay, think <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> No offense to anything. Yeah, yeah. But I'm 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 not a I'm not a I'm not a book learning person. You don't have to be to be smart though. You got street smarts. I do. Your I do. Ladies from the West Side. I, I mean, you got true. you got a teacher. That's true. And you know what? I'm 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 street. I'm air quote street smart. Okay. I'm not book smart. Reason why is not because I can't retain information. It's because when I read. I can read a couple sentences and then I drift. It's not that I have ADD or anything. I just can't just, I can't read. But if someone's in front of me teaching me something, I'm fine. Now, hold on. You said that you can't read. I can't. You can actually read. Yes, I can read. Okay. But, I want to clear that up for people so they don't think you're some illiterate dude no, just on the it's, mic. It's, it's, well, I do, I do not sound illiterate, do I? Well, not most of the time. <laughs> no, the thing is, I can't, um, I, it's very hard for me to sit and read a book. It's not that I don't want to. I want to sit and read a book, but I drift. So you don't have 
maybe the patience or the, as they say in the biz, wherewithal to commit to a book? Patience, I have, but it's just a matter of I just, I start looking around. I drift from the page and I start looking around. Yeah. I've done that too with my homework. That's why, that's why I shouldn't have a window in my office. So back to back to originally what we were talking about. Okay. You did something. It was a great feat. Yes, it was. It's a big accomplishment. It's awesome to be almost done, I guess. Technically, I did graduate this week, but uh, I still have two weeks left in my class. I got a few, a couple final minor things to turn in, but for the most part, yes, I am done. And when I can get that certificate in the mail from the Universidad and uh, also be able to put that on my resume, like your lady said, that's when it'll finally feel legit. Yeah, legit. I was going to say finally feel final, but now legit is a better way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. We were also celebrating something for you, too. That is Do you true. want to talk about it? If not, that's okay. Oh, I'll talk about that all day. Okay. Talk about it, man. We've got all day well, and all night. It's really not much to talk about, but it's been years in the making that yeah. I finally, my divorce went through. Woo! And that's... That's a major thing because it's been years in the making Mm -hmm. and it's all been finalized. It took a long time, obviously. 15 years in the making. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) But it was was finally finalized, done, and it was – it literally felt like a weight was lifted. There's no angst right now. There's mm-hmm. no animosity. It's just done. So you're not you're not carrying that negative energy in those in those feelings with you. No, because you know what? If you carry negative energy with you, it just creates more negative energy. Of course. And it affects it, the people around you too. Correct. And you don't want that. So that was my major feat. Well, congratulations. And I'm very happy and proud of you as well. Thank you very much. You and stuck it out and you made it to the end. I did. And the thing is it's I have been saying the same two words for approximately seven minutes now that I think the name of our show should be Major Feet. Major Feet. Yes. Why not Major Feets? No. I just want to F-E-E-T. Major Feet. Because <laughs> Happy Feet was already taken. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll run it by the producers and I'll let you know. <laughs> All right, so we had some two major feats. Two major feats. And I am I'm very um happy about it. So that's why we had a few drinks tonight. Yep. I haven't been drinking as much. That's also good because you are until today on the keto diet. <laughs> no, it's not t- until today because I I've, I've like I've had a couple cheat days or whatever. Yeah. But when you're celebrating something, the day of my graduation, I said, you know, screw it. Diet's out the window. Let me eat that sandwich with the bun. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that bun. Fuck that. Usually I'm like, fuck your goddamn carbs. Fuck your gluten. Yep. No, not Wednesday. I ate it all. Well, I've done I've done the keto thing, or we've done the keto thing for um, probably two months now. Mm-hmm. Close to two months. How's that working out for you? Fantastic. Okay. I've dropped about 15, 17 pounds. That's good. And I can tell clothes and, you know, wearing clothes and stuff like that, they're fitting different. But right now, at this point, because I was was pretty damn strict about it. Yeah. But right now, it's just a maintenance thing for me. Yeah. For example, tonight, you know, 
I've had, you know, a couple drinks, a couple shots. I fucking ordered to Carlos. Yeah, he had pizza. Right. The big no-no but in the, the keto world. But the thing is, well, it's not a no-no because you can make keto pizza, which we have all the time. Yeah, but traditional pizza but, with the dough correct. and all that shit. Yeah, Right. But the thing is now, tomorrow when I wake up, I'm not going to want pancakes and cereal and, you know, a bunch of Reese's cups and, and pie. And you yeah. know what I mean? I, I'm not going to want that. I know what I need to do to, to eat right now. Mm-hmm. And I can have a couple of days where it's like, you know what? If I want a pizza, I'm going to eat a pizza. Yeah. And I you mean, won't want any of that shit tomorrow either because you're going to be too busy shitting tomorrow. Because car- that's one thing on keto. If you eat carbs when you haven't eaten them for a while, um, it literally everything just fucking falls out of you. So all the weight that you gain from eating that, you immediately lose. But let me, let me add this. DeCarlos has a lot of cheese on it. Oh, that's true. Oh, it has a shit ton of cheese on it. So there you go. A shit ton. <laughs> I'm, it's a win-win. It is. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. So if you're going to cheat on the keto diet, whoever's on it that's listening to this of the four people that do, if you're on the keto diet and you're going to cheat, just make sure there's a bunch of fucking cheese yeah, on it. Yeah, just just a whole whole block of cheese yeah. to help balance yourself out. Yeah, and the key word there is block. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, yeah, we're we've got plenty to celebrate here, so we appreciate you guys uh, joining us here as we celebrate our feats, our feet, major feats, our major feats in our accomplishments and uh, all that fun stuff. Yep. Uh, but today on the show, um, in addition to that, um, we've had some new listeners to the show. One of them had request had listened to our first episode. The very, that, the very first episode. The very first episode. Which was when? That was back in 2015. 1964. Felt like it. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny, though? 1937. <laughs> back when, you, when the Dodgers <laughs> played the Yankees. <laughs> and you're going to have a sarsaparilla at the ballpark, you know? But, so when, when people do things like this, like a podcast or an audio recording, whatever the fuck you want to call it, AM radio. When you when you start, yeah. When you start out, you know you should see market improve. You should see like visible or or you know at least you know very very evident improvement from the first show to the most recent show. Right. And in terms of like our audio quality, yes, I have fucking dropped the ball, dude. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Is it happened. really that bad? It's not. <laughs> To me, because I listen to every single episode. Yeah. Okay. As do I, I listen to every single Couple one. Times. Yeah. I listen to every single one because I do, you know, some editing. Critique it. You, you know, and I, you know, want to get a listen to how we sound, which I know is not intelligent, but those are the expectations. Speak for yourself. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, wow, the sound, it sounds really good on that first show. And then, you know, I was like, man, yeah, the recent shows don't sound that good. What I happened? Go, I have to go back and listen to it because I thought it was it was getting. I don't know if better. I don't know if something changed or what the fuck. Do you know what I've noticed? Hmm. The shows that we do not have a guest on are, are awful. Sound different than when we do because I think you care. You may not be wrong, but that that being said, I get it. Yeah, it makes sense. Well. Yeah, because I want to make it worth the guest time. 
Not much. I don't care about our time. <laughs> you, care about, you don't care about. I want to make. I don't want to make little, it worth just our little <laughs> sit downs. You know, these are our little talks this when we don't have a guest. Makes anymore. no difference. No. Granted, yeah. the very first episode we didn't have a guest. No, we did and not. And yet, that is probably like the bless you. Thank the you. fourth most listened to show. Um, I would say within the top four, yes. Number one always being Nina Hartley. Number two being the second, the second Nina Hartley, Hartley episode. Man. Um, she is popular, man. I'll tell you. I know. I I don't get it. I you really know, just don't get it. You know, it's it's not like she just fucks around, man. I know. I'm kind of surprised that our guest call of Nora Nova wasn't popular. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll throw that one out there. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not in the top ten. No. May, well, maybe. Uh, no. We had we called Mark on the on a couple shows ago. I that didn't that, really move no, the needle I either. Think, I think so, that was the same. Sorry, Mark. I think that was the same episode. Did we call him on the same one? With I'm, no, we did. I think it was. We did. Trying to get some ratings. He didn't help. Let me let me ask you this real quick. I don't want to I don't want to veer from topic. Because no, you're God good. knows that's what we do all the time. We've got all kinds of time, my friend. No, forty five minutes. <laughs> we got all kinds of time until I got to go. Um, what would you say if you had to? You okay? How many episodes are in? Are we? This will be episode 44 i believe okay so we are six away 50 we have to do something big well yeah we'll and definitely i, do I have something to big for i 50. have to plan this one yeah we'll plan because, 50 it'll be huge and do you know what, do you want to know what i'm going to plan what's that because i already have it in my head okay let me know I'm, I'm curious i'm thinking about getting a majority of all our past guests on one show you really think if you can pull that off that would be fucking awesome i guarantee you say say 10 guests mm-hmm. i can get six okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try that and i want a, a star studded show okay that would be awesome so call but here's the thing if all this of uh, 44 shows tell me right now top three our top three shows um for you for me to listen to and enjoy and be entertained because that's what we're here for well, I really enjoyed, well, obviously, not just because it's the show that has the most listens, but our first Nina Hartley episode, because she brought a level of intelligence to this show that was not present before or after, <laughs> because she is so smart, and her perspective on things and her observations are so well thought out and said and she really, in all seriousness, she really got me thinking about what was going on in the current political climate. And not only with just things that were happening in politics, but things that were happening with what she was interested in, you know, uh, with Woodhull, the Sexual Freedom Alliance and things like that. And getting her to talk about those sorts of things and give us more details lets us know that, you know, there are interests beyond, you know, abortion and things like that that are really important to people you know not necessarily saying that everything has to be important to everyone but there are there are groups like that out there where that's something that they believe in very very strongly and i thought that was very interesting to learn about that and like us and she was just a great guest too but she was fun too it wasn't all serious like it was very very fun it was great speaking with her um i would say interchangeable one and two 
um, would be Diamond Dallas Page. Um, one, because in DDP, I love you, brother. You are awesome. But that was the easiest show we ever fucking did. Easiest. <laughs> because he has so much awesome stuff to talk about. Right. And we can just ask him a question, and he will run with it. And he will... And it's like... It's not that we forgot the question that we asked, but he had so much to tell, and he had so much to say, and it was awesome. It was like I could just sit back and listen to him. Speaking of, speaking on, on that interview that we did, I remember when um, we called him Yeah, before we started recording. I said, Dallas, you know, thank you for the time, blah, blah, blah. How much time do you think you have with us? You know, I don't want to go over whatever time you have. Just let us know. He's like, well, we got, I'll give you guys about 20 minutes. Yeah. How, over an hour. He yeah. Would, he would not stop. No, he wouldn't stop. But you know what? I, I'm fine. And I remember sitting across the table from you going, this is the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. And even I was like, hey, I know you got to go, you know, stuff like that. And he's like, he's like, no, no, man. <laughs> I'm not done. He's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not done, bro. I'm not done. You know. It, no, but it wasn't exactly like that. But it was very, very cool that he was um, he was into it. Because if he hadn't been, he would have hopped right off the phone. Absolutely. And it was really cool for. I mean, it's always cool when these people give us, you know, um, you know, a small section of their time out of their day, right? Because we are we're not big time, and we know that, and it's whatever we we do this because we like to do it. Yep. Um, I would say my third most favorite show. I would have to say. Was the um, what was it? I, I can't remember the the title of it, but it was something. It was like, a, um, I know I have favorite like segments of shows, but in terms of like entire shows that I'm actually entertained by, um, I would have to say, um, you know, another top three would be well, I mean, an interchangeable three it's and tough. four because David Howard Thornton was a lot of fun. Vincent Ward was also a lot of fun, but in this top three spot, we it was a show without any guests. It was the Moonshine Pain and Parents show. Oh God! And uh, I don't know. <laughs> Listening to that, I there very rarely shows where I am like I'm I'm laughing at myself from start to finish. That was one of them, and that got a lot of listens too, and I got a lot of good feedback from people. Um, you know, but we've done so many good shows though. It's very very hard for me to actually pick a top three, but I was if you you know gun to my head that would be it. Okay. But I've loved everybody that we've had on the show. Oh, absolutely. I've loved everybody that we've had on the show, whether they love me or hate me, Aaron Ryder. Um, <laughs> I, you know, and even, and even though, like, uh, I don't know. You know what? If you could get her on the 50th show so that I could give her, like, a public apology. I, I, will, I will do my if best. If I could apologize for something that she does not remember, I'll definitely, I feel like that would make for good radio. I'll definitely do my best. <laughs> At least have her on for, like, two minutes. Yeah. So, I'll give you mine. Okay. Not that you Let asked. Me know yours. Not that you asked, but but no, I'm curious I'm just, because you posed the question. Um, honestly, the first Nina Hartley is my first is my number one. Mm-hmm. It's for the same reason because I went into it thinking something completely different than when we came out of it. Yeah. You know, I went into it saying, you know what, we're going to talk to an a, a, a adult film icon, mm-hmm. and came out of it thinking. This woman is the most brilliant woman I ever spoke with. Yeah. And I, I came out of that conversation smarter. And yeah. And I was just the entire time, I'm like, I can't believe this. 
and it was great. It was a gr- it was a great talk. And you're right, it mm-hmm. wasn't all serious. It went off in different at different ways, and we talked about politics to anal sex. Yeah, and we talked about her career too. I mean, obviously, and when we, when that. do you have a conversation with someone and you go to those? Those variances, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and they're also though sometimes can be interchangeable as well. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> um, my number two is Jen Bartels. Okay, all right, I can. I feel that that was a really fun episode. She was fun. She was. She was fantastic. And I do. Think and I don't I, want her to think that. Well, I mean, because we all know she listens to the show all the re- time. Not really all the time. But um, that was so. also one of my one of my favorite guests uh, as well. Because I mean, just one of my other favorite shows. Now that you bring that up, I'm just like, man. Now I feel bad that I didn't include that in my top three because that was a lot of fun too. Well, uh, thinking about that show now, it was the, probably the fact that she was drinking wine and eating pizza at the time too. And well, we were probably and, drinking too. And well, it was yeah. Just, but she was a lot of fun. A lot yes. of fun. And she actually had some serious moments during the talk too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was able to do her, you know, Judy Garland and like yeah. her different voices. And, you know, it was great. It was a great time. For me, number three, it's, ugh, it's so difficult. But honestly, oh, it's really hard. Um I'm going to have to say DDP just because I'm the wrestling fan in me, mm-hmm. and it was a great talk, and it wasn't really a talk as much as we were just listening, mm-hmm. and it was just nice to to, yeah. to hear him um, talking to us, but there's so many... Nick Busick. I was just going to say that. I mean... I the, was just going to say that the because... The fact that we talked to him, and then a few months later, he passes away, and it's like, oh, the first thing when I saw that he had died was when he told us on that talk, come to Steubenville, and I'll take you guys out to lunch at DeCarlo's. Yeah. And I'm like, and, yeah, and we didn't do it, and that would have been fucking awesome. And, you know, but sometimes you know, life happens and stuff like that. Absolutely. And schedules and everything. But um, I am very, very glad that we got to talk to him. I'm very yeah. thankful that we got to talk to him. Yep. Um, yeah, and I was going to say, like, honorable mention, I do not want anybody to ever forget that we talked to such an awesome guy like Nick Busick. Um, he was he was fantastic, and I had a lot of fun talking to him, too. You think all the people we've talked to, though, like, thinking back on it now, and even, like, Aaron Ryder. Yeah. It was a very great conversation. Um, that I almost ruined. Tony Duggins from the Tossers. Tony Duggins was hilarious. Like but that, that was dude, fun. He, he was a very straight shooter and like, yeah. like it was no nonsense, but I knew that he was still like, you know, kind of having a good time with us. Yeah. So that was cool. And of course, the, you know, Vince Ward. But that was. Vince Ward was good. But Vince I, Ward had a lot of good stories too, which right. made it fun. And I cannot think of. I cannot think of anyone that we have had as a guest mm-hmm. that we have walked away with thinking. Uh, and we cannot, and we cannot forget, except for Mark when he called. Yeah, he's he's probably the most boring guest. But that was horrible. Yeah, it was terrible. That was probably um, like that the, music episode. Whoever fucking edited that, like that was uh, fucking terrible. I fucking fired that guy. I just dropped the mic. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I don't want anybody to forget. If we're going in the way back machine, which we will on this show for something else too. Okay. Um. Our very first guest. I don't want anybody to forget that our very first guest, Courtney Palmer. Oh, not Palmer. What am I talking about? Courtney Palm. Yeah. Courtney Palm. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> I'm right. edit that out. Um, <laughs> Courtney Palm from Zombievers. Yes. Um, and Sushi and, Girl. And, and Sushi Girl. And I can't, um, I can't stress enough that, I don't know if it was just me trying to be a dick or trying to test the waters. Literally, first question out of my mouth is, 
gosh, you were like topless for like half out of the first half hour of that movie. How does that not get uncomfortable? And she just answered right away, just like, yeah, this is how it was. And but what's very cool about her is that um, never, never talked to somebody more comfortable in their own skin in my entire life. Um, That's true. She was uh, she was amazing. She was very fun to talk to. Very comfortable with who she is, her beliefs, everything like that. Because she's vegan, she's an animal rights activist. Absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. And she was very comfortable with talking about it. And I think we did a really good job of making it, making this forum comfortable for people to talk about things that they believe in. Um, we don't get too political on the show. We don't get, you know, we're not. We don't try to project that we're social justice warriors or anything like that. But if somebody wants to come on the show, they're a guest. They want to talk about something they believe in. That's fine. Nick Busick was a Trump supporter. That's fine. Yeah, man. I just, I'm yeah. I'm glad to have you. You want to talk about what you want to talk about? That's fine. I may not endorse all of your beliefs, but I'm not going to. Yeah, that's the thing. It you does, for for putting them when you're on the show and you use it as a forum. It's you, whatever. You may follow a certain way when it comes to politics, but it doesn't mean you're a good or bad person necessarily 100 percent. and with him that is directly what i'm referencing yeah you know he was a supporter or is mm-hmm. or you he know was. he was a supporter and and he's you know he was a great great fucking person mm-hmm. so i just i'm 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 saddened of us missing that lunch date yeah me too but you know what is what it is True, true. So, did we cover all the? Is that all the guests we've ever had? I and believe of course, so. Nora Nova. Yeah, Nora. Yeah. What happened there? That was a. Um, that was an interesting fifteen to twenty minutes. Holy fuck, dude! What about the face-off people? Yes. Kelly. Kelly Harris. Kelly Harris. She was a lot of fun. She was awesome. Melissa Eby. Yeah, Melissa Eby, who I could not get her last name right either. Yeah. These people who, folks, if I mispronounce your last name, I am so sorry. You got to give me a pass because everybody on the planet mispronounces my last name. But they were fun too, though. They were. They were. Um, Jen Rodriguez. Yes. Holy. I forgot all You guys her. pretty much became soulmates during that show. Pretty much. Yep. Pretty much. The face you're making right now. We're just going to leave it at that. All right. So. So while we are in the way back machine, we are going to go way back because a new listener of ours, which just happens to be my fiance's uncle, mentioned to me that I had talked about in the first episode getting fired from my job at the time. Yeah. And I was unemployed when we started the show. You were a liquor peddler. I was. Well, I was a beer peddler is what that was. So. Beer guy. A beer guy. Yeah. I never really went into a lot of detail about it. And apparently in this episode, which maybe I missed it when I was trying to listen back to it and try to figure out if I actually said this or not, I had had claimed that I was going to go back into detail on the second episode. And he listened to the second episode. And I never did. So, kind of going with the theme of where we were then to where we were now, um, I'm going to go into detail about this story. And I'm going to get it all off my chest. And I'm going to give all the details that I that I didn't give, and I'll move past it. And this will be the last time I tell this story in this much detail, because a lot of it led me because this situation led me to where I am today, with my current job, you know, which paid for my master's degree, with same job where I met my fiance, which like, was a major feat. Yes, a major feat, major feats, major feats. That's the title of the show, major feats, major, major feat, 
Major feet. Major feats. All right, major feats. Okay. So, are you ready to go back into the DeLorean? Are we going in the Wayback Machine? We're going in the Wayback Machine. Okay. Back to 2015. Early February 2015. <laughs> Let's do the Scooby-Doo ending. <laughs> and may get to that. So, for those of you who have not heard the first episode, if you're new to listening... Or if you listen to the first episode and you've been waiting with bated breath, don't turn us off now. For four, yeah, don't turn off. Turn, don't, don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Right don't now. turn it off. This Just is going to give us good. give us a few more minutes. This is going to get good. So, I um, when we first started the show, should I leave? No, you're okay. good. No, <laughs> stay there. Stay there. Do not move. Drink your damn beer. I've heard this story before. Yeah, but we're gonna relive it together. It's fine. Just like we do everything together. Can I add little tidbits that might not necessarily have happened? That's but fine. They're like really obscure and like crazy that only a few weird redneck people would believe. One hundred percent, you can. Okay, it's all good. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Okay, while you're giving me this story, while you were elaborating more on you leaving this position that mm. you were in, I want you to take a pause, look at me, and I'm going to fill in the gap with something really crazy. Okay. So is this gonna be like a like a like a vocal Mad Libs? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to tell the story in its entirety. Well, you know. Oh, okay. It won't take long. Okay. Okay. All right. Like seriously, just read it or okay. like whatever you gotta do because yeah. I know you got your notes. Oh yeah, I've got my notes. Do your little do your little explanation. Okay. But every once in a while, just give me like a okay. tiny okay. pause. Okay. Okay. All right. So. Uh, the last job I had for the current job I have now was with as a beer peddler, as we say. I worked for an Anheuser-Busch distributor here in town. And uh, this story is kind of fucked up on how I got fired, which is why I wanted to to share it. Because it's one thing if I got fired from a job because I fucking sucked at it. Okay? That's one thing. All right? And I'm already starting to get fired up thinking about this. Because the job I had before this one, I got fired from because I sucked at it. And that's fine. And I can fucking own that. And you know what? I have no problem with that. But everything that led up to me getting fired in this situation, sorry, I don't 100% believe in. And I don't fucking buy it for a second. Because I knew that this fucking asshole manager, and I'm going to get very vulgar in this too. Because I'm already, it's already fucking getting me riled up, as you can tell right now. This fucking manager that got me fucking fired was out to get me. And I fucking believe that to this day. And I know it. And he's a fucking dick, and I hate him. And I don't hate a lot of people, but I hate this guy. He's a piece of shit. Anyway, so um, I was working for the distributor. I had been working there for almost a year at this point. Um, and I started to, probably within the couple of months leading up to this whole situation, I had been um, I had been written up a couple times for, that's your cue, Man, you're for for numerous violations, from what I understand, when it came to your driving on the job, but you still tried to remain calm because you needed to pay for your '64 Chrysler. Yes. (laughs) So, in addition to that, amongst other things, (laughs) um, I was written up a total of three times at this job for this. Man, you're really digging your own shit right there, weren't you? He's over there cracking up. He can't even put the mic up to his face. He's like, he's turning red. He's laughing so hard right now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, we are we are a fucking. 
All right, I'm just going to let you there laugh it out. All right, so, man, he's he's dying over here, man. He, he Man, he loves his own brand for sure. Oh, my God. Okay, so, so my manager's name was Nick, okay? His name is Nick. He was my supervisor at the time, or, or well, when the first two write-ups happened. And the first one I got written up for, and I'm just going to go, you know, chronological order here. I was written up for price tags that were missing from a gas station that was near, like, the, the warehouse. That was part of my route. It was fairly close to the warehouse. So, uh, it, missing price tags. And it's not like he had come up to me before and been like, hey, you're pricing shitty. You're not labeling things right. Like, what the hell's going on? It was just, he went to this gas station and wrote it up as a location where I had, uh, I wasn't doing my job right, basically. Um, well, guess what? Uh, price tags are price tags. They can fucking fall off. Um, you know, you the competition can fuck with you. People did that all the time to each other. I didn't do that to my competition, but they fucking did it to me. They would go in there and they would take down your price tags or move the shit over or flip the shit around if I had a different price on the back of it. They would do that shit all the time. You know, I can't be at my account seven days a fucking week. And, you know, when I go in there next time, you correct it, whatever, it's done. And I told him, and I was, I told him the same story. Apparently, he wasn't buying it. And like I said, this guy's an asshole. Like, he, and, and I'll, some backstory on this too. This guy was a fucking asshole. He was a dick. All right? And he did not like me at all. And I know why he didn't like me at all. Because I wasn't like him. Because what this asshole did, and I don't know why this dude was in a management position, because he did not know how to lead people to save his fucking life, okay? This guy was a racist, homophobic, misogynistic, piece of trash fucking asshole. A garbage human being. That's what this guy is. And because I didn't act the way he did, and I didn't believe in what he did, all of a sudden, he talks down to me like I'm less than, which he didn't just do to me. He did to everybody. He was that kind of person. Mm. And so now that he knows that I don't share his philosophical beliefs on being an absolute garbage piece of shit, now all of a sudden, I'm everything that he hates. And he used to sit there and try to call me out as like being gay in front of people, which didn't bother me because I know who I am. And that's fine, and I would just simply say, no. I wouldn't get offended or get riled up or anything. He wouldn't get a reaction out of me. And so I started fucking with this guy, big time. And that may have been part of my downfall, but at this point, I didn't give a shit. So he would you know, try to make me feel uncomfortable in situations and meetings and shit like that. And I would seriously just sit there and be like, whatever, let it roll off my back. Until one day, he wanted to ride with me on my route. And this was probably when things were at a slight decline and then fell off a fucking cliff because um, I don't brag about myself too often, but I will tell you this. If I ever chose a different career, I'd be a fucking wheelman for a gang of thieves. I swear to God, because I can weave in and out of traffic with the best of them at 100 miles an hour. And I drove like a fucking madman with this guy in the passenger seat and watched him almost shit his pants with piss down his leg as I drove him from place to place. And from then on, he kind of backed off a bit because I think he thought that I was a little fucking crazy, which <laughs> ain't far off the mark. But at the same time, though, I wasn't going to make sure I was going to make sure I was going to keep it within my own control. I wasn't going to put him in a potentially dangerous situation too far. But 
That's kind of the backstory here. I knew he didn't like me at all. So he writes me up again, like literally two weeks later. Uh, well, two to three weeks later, he writes me up again at the same gas station that's by the warehouse. There's a pattern here. We're starting to see a pattern, okay? He's going to the same gas station, and I believe at this point he's making shit up. The price tags I can understand, but he told me that I got written up for uh, having product being out of stock at this gas station. It's a piss-ant fucking shell station that nobody gives a shit about. They walk in, they pump their gas, they get their fucking cigarettes or their um, fucking dip and whatever, and they get their fucking 40 ounce and they walk the fuck out, okay? The stuff that they said that I was out of never sold quickly. Never. In a fucking million years. And I even checked with the manager when I went there, and I said, "Look, they told me that this shit was out. The stuff was out of stock. You know, I'm sorry about that. You know, she was like, it wasn't out of stock. I had more in the back. And I knew that 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 was, and I knew that Nick was bullshitting me because he would have told me. Well, no, the manager would have called me because she had my number. All of my customers had my fucking number. And then Nick tried to say, well, actually, it really wasn't me. It was somebody else. It was another manager that was in there. And he said it, it was Eric. Eric was the grocery team manager. Eric would go in there just to buy fucking cigarettes. So don't fuck with me. I was cool with Eric. Don't fucking tell me that a guy that I'm cool with who has also has my fucking number isn't going to call me to tell me that I'm out of stock somewhere, especially when we have brewery reps in town. Don't fucking give me that bullshit, okay? So he tells me that Eric was like, yeah, he said you were out of stock on something. Well, you know what? Somebody would have fucking told me. So don't even try because when I walked in there, they weren't fucking out the next time I went in to take a fucking order. So where the fuck did it go? Unless you bought it all just to be an ass, which I know he fucking didn't either. So, I mean, it, so now we come to the third, the third write-up, which is the one that they fired me for, quote-unquote, which happened another three weeks later. Um, he said that it was for a banner that was in a drive-thru of mine. Uh, one of my accounts that had a snowy scene on it with a sleigh in it in February. And they claimed that it said happy holidays. I'm sorry. That's not a big fucking deal to me. But they but the, but here's the kicker, though. Even if it had said that, and I believe he like took pictures of it and all that shit. And I'll let you know where that evidence ended up, too, because the story gets more fucked up. He goes, well, that was a holiday banner, and you had it up in February. But the account told me not to change a fucking thing. Because this pricing was staying the same. And I'm like, okay, I'll just let it go. I'll let it go, and I'll change it as soon as you want me to. Because he wasn't changing his prices yet, whatever. these All the different individual accounts change their prices however they want. It's their business. I'm going to tell them what to do with their fucking business. You know, so, so I didn't change it. And they wrote me up for it and wanted to fire me for it. And I'm like, okay. And at this point, I knew they were fucking after me. Because Nick was fucking butt buddies with the goddamn GM, Todd. Okay? Now, Todd ran his goddamn sales team like it was, we were in the fucking military. Okay? He was, he, was, he was not approachable. You really couldn't talk to him about anything. He dismissed everything that you wanted to. Any concerns you had, anything like that, wouldn't hear you out. It was Todd's way or the highway. The kicker here was that Todd was doing such a shitty job that they were demoting his ass to the smaller sister company warehouse up in Waldo, which, for those of you who need perspective, we're in Columbus. It's over an hour from here, and that fucker lived in Pickerington, and that made me feel good. 
Because it's like, how's that fucking drive every morning, asshole? You fucking deserved it. So on his way out with the new general manager already in his fucking office moved in, he fires me because he's fucking pissed and bent out of shape about it. Can you see where this is going here? Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not like it was major shit. And I'm going to tell you something now that I said in the first episode, just to give you some perspective on it's all about, you know, who you're friends with. Three guys, three employees, three salesmen took a company pickup truck, drove it to a golf outing, drank and drove that truck to the golf outing, drank more at the golf outing, took that truck, tried to drive it back and totaled it while they were drunk and kept their fucking jobs. They destroyed company property. They broke the law. In our industry, if you get caught with a DUI, you immediately lose your job and your solicitor's license. You can't work in that business without a solicitor's license because it covers all of your actions under the law. And they kept their fucking jobs for that. And I get written up for price tags and phantom items that are out of stock and a fucking banner with a goddamn sleigh on it. You know, tell me where that fucking makes sense. You were not part of the clique. Exactly. I wasn't one of Nick's friends because I refused to, you know, be a racist, misogynistic, homophobic motherfucker who talked down to people like they were less than. I didn't do that. I don't do that to this day. I refuse to do that. That's not who I am. Correct. And also, when this third write-up came up, they had restructured all the sales teams. I wasn't even under this fucking sales manager anymore. I was under someone else. Now, do you think this is all a blessing in disguise? Yes, and we will get, and, and I mentioned that before. Everything that happens here leads me to where I am today, which is fine. On my couch in my basement. Exactly. Everything leads to you being on your couch in your basement, really. That's awkward. It is. But I don't mind. But, you know, and, and as Eric Bischoff says, context is fucking king, man. I have to interject for two seconds. Sure. And simply say you only gave me one pause break. But go ahead. Sorry. I had all kinds of stuff in my head ready to to dish it out. But, but, I enjoy your story. I appreciate that. So. And then, um. Did you just make one? Oh, she did. Oh, there are shots being brought here. You were telling your story, and I ordered well, shots. They, well, they probably hear me getting fired up, and they want to bring me a shot to calm my ass down. Thank you. That one's very, very spilled. Sorry about it. Careful, careful. You're going to spill that. Pause break. Shot break. This is to calm you down. This is to calm me down. I'm in here. He got oh, all. She's, she's in here, too. Kyle got, all, Kyle got all fired up a minute ago. I did. I got real fired up telling the story about how I got fired. <laughs> Yeah. My fiance laughing at me in the background, if you can hear. Yeah, it was. Oh, I hate my, that word. My oh, lo- come on. What? She doesn't like the, the F word. What? The F word? Fiance? I like it. Yeah. I find it to be Wait. She doesn't like French. Why you got a hand on French people? Is it French? Because I don't like Canadians either. <laughs> don't even get me started Damn. on French Canadians. Damn. We're... What the? F- what is she like? Is she a fucking Trump supporter? Like, get him out of here, build the wall. Like, Thank you. My God. You're Thank you best. for the shots, ladies. We appreciate that. No You're the best from the West. I know. <laughs> from the West, so you. They used to always call me the wicked witch of the West. <laughs> so. The wicked bitch of the West. 
All right. Continue. All right. I'm going to continue on because the story, the plot thickens. Okay. So thicken that plot. So here, here's the thing: is that um, my accounts used to tell me about my manager Nick and tell me about him, and that he was a. That's your cue. Oh, Nick, right? Yes. They start that off again. Oh no! It just you what know, were you saying? My, my accounts used to tell me about my manager Nick and what they really thought of him. They used to say that he was. Oh, they were very frustrated with him simply because he used to uh, manage an East Side Aeropostale store, and he used to he used to no he what happened was he used to get into a lot of trouble by. I mean, he would just stand around like throw gift cards from the counter up in the like <laughs> throwing around like frisbees in the store, and he would get in trouble a lot. So they knew he had a past, and you know, before that, I mean, he was in the toy industry, working at like uh, toy stores and, and stuff like that. But yeah, they just they 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 gave him a kind of a hard time, but he was kind of an asshole because of that. Yes, and that's basically what they said to him. But actually, almost verbatim. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But he was an asshole. And they used to also tell me he used to ride the coattails of people before him in his territories. And that's why he never really built relationships with people. It was just a, f- a fucking whoever was there before him. Well, and by riding coattails, you mean cock. That too. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So. Gay. I get, I get fired. Okay. I get fired from the company. And so I file for unemployment. I remember this. Yes. And I filed for unemployment. And here's where the story gets even a little more messed up, I should say. They challenged that, didn't they? They did, which is fine. You know, it's within the employer's right to challenge that claim. Um, when they said I didn't do my duty up to their standards, it's whatever. I had already beaten one of these before with the previous employer because I said, I said they tried to say that they hired me knowing that I had experience. I got hired in that job with zero experience, and they knew they didn't have a fucking leg to stand on. This time, they obscured the evidence and the details into which Nick actually brought printouts of my text messages to him saying that they were about that situation when they were about a completely different situation. And it was fucking stupid. Here is the other kicker. When I got to the Job and Family Services building to have my hearing with them because they pushed it all the way to an actual in-person hearing. Yep. They, um, um, what happened was Nick showed up with an HR representative from the company. There were only two people that really worked in HR at the company. There was Steven, who was the head of HR, and then the person who worked below him, which was like the HR secretary or administrator or whatever. Um, Her name was Mary. And so there was a rumor going around about Mary at the time at the office. I had a feeling I was not going to win this case because I could already tell that you know, I just had a feeling that I was like, you know what? I'm not going to come out of this a winner. They've stacked all the evidence against me. I've, you know, maybe I don't have a leg to stand on. Let's just have something on these little recorded mics on their record. I asked Mary a question and I said, Mary, and they, we were all under oath at this time. So we all had to tell the truth. And I go, Mary, is it true that you're in a romantic relationship with Todd, the GM that fired me? And she said, yes, but I don't understand the relevance of the question. I'll tell you what the relevance was. She was fucking the guy that was fucked me. <laughs> That's what was relevant about the question. 
A little bit off track right now. Just, <laughs> I want you to start the show, edit that, and just put that right at the very front. <laughs> just the very front, and then do the intro, and then <laughs> we can just do that. Please do that first. We'll just make like, that. Just well, actually, you know what? We'll have a greatest hits compilation, and minute. that'll be I one. Want, I just want that on this episode right now. I just want you to do that. The intro, our music, and then start. <laughs> For every episode? Seriously. <laughs> she was fucking the guy that was fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> like, as soon as people click it, play, I want them, that's what I want them to hear. Please, I'm begging you. Oh, man. That is the highlight. <laughs> In fact, every episode we do, we'll take the one moment and make that the <laughs> first thing yeah. when you hit play. <laughs> So what happened? <laughs> she was fucking the guy who fucked me. Perfect. That's what we need. We need to lead off with yeah. the best <laughs> sentence of the episode. And that's it. But right no, now. we've got the David Howard Thornton intros that we're going to use. That and then David Howard Thornton and then us. Okay. All right. So <laughs> so really, that's what happened. I, okay. I lose the case. I have to pay back all of my unemployment that I've collected at that point. And I'm not an idiot. So I've pretty much saved a lot of it. I haven't spent all of it, you know, just making sure I could get my keep my student loans paid and all that shit and everything because I was paying on those at the time. Um, another benefit of getting your master's that you can still defer your shit. So that's really <laughs> awesome. Um, you know, work the system, folks. So, so yeah, I uh, I had to pay it back. And I'll tell you, this was I can just only imagine the look on their faces when they got that check for the full amount from me because it was like i I was like man i wish i could have just been there because they probably thought that i have to go on some kind of payment plan and i wasn't going to be able to pay it back right away and they have to go after me for it and make my life a living hell no what they didn't understand was i was all for going all the way to the end with that fucking hearing because you know what I wanted to inconvenience them too. I'm not just going to fucking walk away after being treated like that and have them fucking tell me what's going to happen. No, I'm going to drag your ass along with me from here to here. And it's going to be hell, just as much hell for you as it is for me. I'm not, no. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to go quietly. And you know what? And I wrote that check and I mailed it to JFS. And when JFS sent them the fucking notification that I paid it all back in full, man, I wish I could have seen their fucking faces. Because I'll tell you what, sometimes it's not about winning and losing, folks. Yeah. It's not about W's and L's. And that was then that was Nick's biggest problem. He couldn't see beyond winning and losing. Sometimes it's just about how much damage you can create along the way. Mm-hmm. You know what amazes me is you telling that story being four years old. Yeah, just about. You are still fired up. Well. And there's few things in life that can be past maybe two years that you can really have that angst still. This is me making peace with that situation, finally. Is that what we're doing here? Kind of. Okay. I would say kind of, yeah. Because well, I didn't I wasn't prepared for that sort of show. I well, would have I would have brought some baggage. Oh, we've I left this mine isn't on the, the last tur- show we're mine, ever doing. I left mine on the turnstile. It's I have to go find it. That's okay. If you got baggage you want to bring, brother, bring it. No, I tell you what, here's here's the deal with me. I at this point in my life 
do not have any baggage. And that's good. I don't have any I don't have any angst towards anyone, honestly. Yeah. I really don't nobody. I don't hold anything against anybody. I am just riding it as it goes. And you know, I don't I don't let this and I don't want people to think that I am actually very like I wake up every morning, look in the mirror and I'm like, man, I fucking hate those people. I, I really don't think about it in my everyday life. But when you know, when you start bringing folks, it up, be, people and, were bringing it up and they wanted me to revisit it. Yep. I'm not going to revisit it from a boring perspective. I'm going to project how I felt at the time because right. I can't feel any other way about it given the situation and yeah. everything that I just told you. So I don't wake up every morning and I don't, I don't let it bring me down or ruin my life because I'm in a really good place right now. Yeah. I have so many amazing things going for me. And really, this whole situation led me to this point in my life right now. So I can't sit there and say, this whole thing ruined my life. Now, don't get me wrong. It wasn't handled in the best manner. You know, Maybe I could have handled myself a little bit better in that hearing, and maybe I would have been able to keep that unemployment. But you know what? That doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, because I was treated a certain way, and you know, I don't feel like people should be treated that way. Nobody should be treated that way. Right. The way that those people were treating their employees, that was not right, and they shouldn't have been treated that way. It wasn't just me. It was other people, too. And the other thing, the icing on the cake, is that when they fire you, they send out a company-wide voicemail telling people that you are no longer with the company. Oh, wonderful. And that was Todd that would do that in his fucking Mr. Roboto, boring-ass fucking monotone voice. And what was but what was really cool, kind of like the, um, the, the saving grace from the whole situation, was knowing that um, after that, that voicemail had gone out, um, I started getting all kinds of calls and texts and voicemails from my coworkers, um, all telling me that they were sorry to hear that it happened, telling me that if I ever needed anything to give them a call, if, you know, like, hey, man, you want to go out for a beer? It's on me. Um, all this kind of stuff. Just, you know, an outpouring of support like, hey, Kyle, I'm really sorry to hear that happened. That's really shitty. You know, they were all really showing their support for me by getting in touch with me directly. And that meant a lot. And that let me know that, I wasn't just some piece of shit walking around pissing people off. It was literally two guys that had it out for me, and they were pieces of shit. And that's what happened. I remember when all that happened, though. Mm-hmm. I talked to you a lot then. Yep. Unemployed Kyle was just, you were hanging out a lot with me. Yes, I was. And, I, I remember, <laughs> and your ex-wife hated it. No, it's it she did not, what it is. She did not like me. But you know what? I did. So that's all that yeah, matters. That's all that matters. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. But it was so, it was it was fun. So that was here. my trip in the way back machine. I got something completely different to talk about. Oh my god! Can I talk about anything? But that's why we're shifting gears I'm just over kidding. to you. I have nothing to talk about. Nope. You you think of something right now? No, Do it right I now. Don't. Right now. Right now. Don't make me hold a gun to your head. I'll go buy one. No, I really don't have anything. I like just interjecting with your talks, even though you didn't give me enough enough interjections. I'm sorry, man. I was on a fucking roll. I know. I wasn't going to stop that. But whatever you're going to talk about next, I get to interject. I was like butter. I was on a roll. When gonna- are we going to have a conspiracy theory part two show? Are you sure you want to do this? Absolutely. I'm 100% in right now. Okay, so, well, here... Whether it's vans driving in front of my house in the middle of the night, whether it's my phone getting turned off 
unexpectedly. The, whether it's you know paranormal stuff that happens in this house, that's well, that a little too. bit crazy. That would be interesting to talk about. But I know that you were really freaked out about the thing that you're talking about, and you weren't sure if you wanted to do a show about it. But if you want to do a show about, we'll do a whole show about it. We'll, we'll do a whole show. Well, I will say I am a little nervous about it. Because I'm not making up the things that did happen. Oh, yeah. It's, well, it really did happen. And it kind of freaks me out, too, because now all of a sudden they're going to hear my voice talking with you about it. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to have the fucking vans coming around my goddamn house, E.T. style. That's basically what it was. And fucking without getting into detail, it was a literally just a, a plain van, approximately two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Mm hmm. Just slowly driving by. And I was outside. It was weird because I went out. Um, AC and I went to a, a mm. Foo Fighters concert. Yeah. And came home. And it was just slowly drive by the house. And it was around the same time that we were. Andrea and I were talking about the. the, the what had happened. Thing. Yeah. And it was along the same time. And it's just. I think I it, I need to just open it up and talk about it. Okay. And maybe we should do... You know what? Maybe, maybe our SoundCloud account will get shut down. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do this. And this is pretty ballsy for you and I, but you know what? What do we have to lose? Honestly. What we should do is have a Conspiracy Theory 2 discussion. Okay. Facebook Live. Okay. I can do that. You know, that way um, we won't post it to SoundCloud. And then that way, if it she gets shut down, I don't have to worry about getting my fucking 15 bucks back. <laughs> but the thing is, that gets directly to everyone. That is true. We, could, plus, we could do a full-on Facebook Live episode. Plus, we can get other people's opinions during. Mm-hmm. Um, Comment we, below. We can have someone, you know, read the questions off that people have. Mm-hmm. And uh, get their opinion on it, too. That would be cool. We could do that. You like that? If you're down to do that, I am. I, I'm all for it. I'm I'm willing to do it. I cannot say I'm not nervous about it. I am a little nervous, too. Because. Not going to lie. I don't lie to you. I never have. No. I know you don't. The things I have told you are legit. I'm not just making up shit. And when the when the when the things happened during the discussions of the topic we're referring to mm-hmm. really fucking freaked me out. And I love how we have to be so obscure about it. For now. Really say for it now, right but now. like you know, uh, you know what like next week mm-hmm. or whenever not next week but like next time we do a show and we do this, I'm letting it all fucking out. I really think I'm just going to say fuck it and just go all out. Well, we're going to have to have Andrea be a part of that because she experienced a lot of it with you. She did. Absolutely. And then Aaron will be the camera person. And then if we go to, um, if we branch off and talk about like paranormal stuff, we, we can, can do bring, that too. We can bring up the stuff. Bring up that, the things that have, that, that have that, happened to us. That, you know, we've experienced here recently. Oh yeah. Here in the house for sure. Um, that's freaky stuff. Which is actually freaky because we'll be talking about that in the same area that this shit had happened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we may have uh, paranormal 
extraterrestrial and the government all listening to one conversation on Facebook Live. Oh, man. Government ghosts and So we shit. might have <laughs> vans, UFOs, and uh, ghost portals all at the same time oh my. coming after us. <laughs> <laughs> all coming after you. Oh, no, there's a ghost portal headed this way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I know we've uh, done a lot. Apparently, we've talked about a lot of things we're going to do on following shows that we've never done. We're going to try really hard to stay committed to this one. That's going to be our next show. Okay. And um, that may be one that I may reach out to Aaron Ryder. I feel like that would be very appropriate. Yeah, I may, I may try to get my I'm own right. redemption aside. I feel like that would be a good yeah, idea. I'm, you know, and here's the thing: I may email and see if I can at least get uh, 15 minutes. Just to, okay. I want her opinion on that. Okay, I feel like she would be down. Absolutely. Hopefully, yeah, that'd be cool. But it would really be freaky if she talks like for two seconds and we tell her what it's about, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about that." Well, and then, then I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't either. Fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then, but that would then further prove your point. Yeah. But not to keep everyone in suspense, but um, let's just say there's a famous TV show right now that came out earlier this year that more people watch and are concerned about than the actual event that it's based off of. It's based off of. Okay. Figure that one out. I'll let you everyone piece that together. But it has nothing to do with buses or ships. Okay. It's the things that fly in the air. All right. That tend to disappear. That may or, be not, may or may not be from the region of where the Indian Ocean is. Correct. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So um, we'll keep that in mind. We'll do our best to remember that for the next show if we don't get too far off the rails. We need to, to do it right soon. There. Like we honestly should like say, you know what, sometime next week. All right. Well, maybe like next week. If you have a little bit done. of time. Yeah. I'm going to have all kinds of free time here in two weeks. <laughs> well, just in a week or two, we're fucking just do it. Yeah. We'll just, yeah. Okay. I'm we'll, down. We will. I'm down to talk about this. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, and you've been cowering under your, your, your comforter at night. It's been, I don't get scared of things, but this has really freaked me out. This was actually the first thing that I heard you talk about that you got that I saw in your eyes. You were legit scared and freaked out about, yeah. which made me uncomfortable because not a lot of things make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a bad one. Wow. All right, so I want to switch gears here. Okay. This is something you can interject on a lot, just because I I read this story and it poses a question at the end that I really want you to answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. You know how I love perusing through the odd news that on is Yahoo one of the and stuff top like three that. Things you love to do. I know I love it. I love it because I love reading about Florida man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's always a good story that starts with the words Florida man. Mm-hmm. That's not. This is not the case. This actually starts with California man. <laughs> but this actually happened. Uh, I'd probably say a few weeks ago. But it was like it kind of posed the question. Um, that I'll get to at the end. So, a California man encounters a mountain lion behind his washing machine in his house. Well, not really in his house. The washing machine was in, located in his garage. So, apparently, he's trying to run his own like part-time laundromat. 
Okay. So he found a hundred hundred pound mountain lion. Okay. Like he was there, just like doing his doing his laundry. Yeah, doing his laundry. Imagine sitting there doing your or doing a weird your way to make meth nowadays. Yeah, since, you know. And you see these like eyes peering at you from behind the fucking yes. washing machine. It's a hundred pound fucking mountain lion. Okay. And he was like, you know, and he said that he was scared. And I would be too, for sure. Yeah. I'd be freaking out. The big ass fucking cat. Yeah. You don't, walk around, you don't fuck around with that thing. Mountain lion with a crazy mountain tail, mountain paws, mountain body, and a mountain yeah. face. Dry <laughs> <Great> mountain face. <laughs> so um, he said that um, that he put a piece of PVC pipe between the cat and his wife. And his apparently wife? To, yeah. His okay. wife was out there with him. Yeah. Apparently trying to get the cucumber effect. I don't know what that was supposed yeah? to do. Okay. But, you know, to try and, like, put some... Put something in between him and between his wife. Correct. And he Get wanted it. to protect her. Yeah. And he goes, they got into the house, and he says his first instinct was to pray. Oh, why are we taking me there? So my <laughs> my first instinct would not be to pray. Thoughts because I will tell, solve everything. I will tell you this. Cats don't give a shit about your faith. <laughs> okay? No. Especially the big ones. No. <laughs> because cats are the demon spawn of Satan. Okay? <laughs> I know this. I live with one twenty four seven. I've got experience in this. Yeah. Okay? But the other thing is that when I read later on in the story, he keeps goats, chickens, and dogs on his property outside. Oh. So you've got a fucking golden corral for wild <laughs> animals out there. So basically he raises bait. Pretty much. Okay. And I and I understand that that's a risk that you take being a farmer pretty much anywhere. Correct. You, you think, you know, maybe not so much in Ohio. There's coyotes. But, but there's coyotes, yeah. Yeah. Coyotes, as you say in Steubenville. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but the thing is that California, more than half of the state is considered mountain lion habitat. Mm-hmm. So you know what you're kind of getting into. And he says, oh, from now on, I'll walk around outside with a firearm. <laughs> oh, okay. But here's the other thing. They're protected. You can't kill them or you'll go to jail. Oh, my gosh. So he did say, though, if he didn't have anything to put in front of his between his wife and the mountain lion, that he would have jumped in between them and, quote, unquote, taken the hit. So this poses a question. WWJD. That and what would you jump in front of to protect your significant other? What would I jump in front of? In this situation, would you put yourself between a mountain lion and your lady friend? Absolutely, 100%. You would? Absolutely. You would? You'd get mauled by it? I would. Fucking tiger? Yeah. Lion? Yeah. Trampled by an elephant? I would honestly take a bullet for her. Stink face from her kishi. Yep. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Oh, got you thinking there, no, buddy. I, I honestly, I, I, would, I would do anything, so... But the, the the reason why I answered that so quickly is because I know 100% she would do the same for me. And at that point, we would just try to jump in front of each other, see who would die first. Yeah. Well, how about this? What if somebody threw an axe at you? I'd try to duck. See, this takes me back to the Nick Schwartzen thing where he's like, it's really it's scarier when people try to stab you because you kind of see the knife coming at you. Yeah. You know, a bullet's instantaneous like that. You know, so that's good. That's good. That he has devotion for his wife. You have devotion for your lady, and that's good. That's good. It's a, a mountain lion, though. Like that would be scary, though. I'd probably shit myself before it actually happened. 
Well, I, you know what? It would be something that would be so, it would be a, such a quick in the moment thing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even think about it because I would, I would throw blows. Yeah. I wouldn't go down just like here, just take me as, as your dinner. Mm-hmm. I would be punching the fuck out of that thing. Yeah. And like, you know, if it grabbed a hold of my arm, I would try to force my arm down its throat to choke mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. I would just, you know what I mean? I would just, yeah. I, I wouldn't go out without a fight. You know what I would do? But if I wait a minute, if I if I took okay. a bullet, if I took a bullet, I would I would hope I would hope that it would be an, a moment where I would be like in one of those like diving moments like in front of her like <laughs> no and like take it in the side, you know, in slow motion in the air. But that I would want that to happen. You'd probably take in the dick. I know. <laughs> and she'd get mad. Yeah, yeah, she would. You know what I would do in that situation? What? I'd probably wait for Jesus. Oh, of course. Because <laughs> actually, that's a good point. Because, you know, in all these situations, if you just have a lot of thoughts and prayers, that, that seems solves, to help a lot. That these solves days. everything. From what I've heard on the news, that solves everything. Can I tell you something about that? Yeah. I don't believe in that. Thoughts and prayers? No. And and my reasoning is this. I see a lot of people that have problems, whether it's on Facebook or something like an illness or, you know, uh, they have a death in the family or whatever. Yeah. And if you look, all the responses are, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Mm-hmm. I'll be praying for you, blah, blah, blah. Here's my thing. You know what I would love? To, and, and this is my mentality. If someone's not not doing well, they have a death in the family. I would want to order them a pizza. Mm-hmm. With a note saying, "If you ever need anything, I'm here for you." Mm-hmm. That's that's legit. What would you rather have? Oh, I'll take the fucking pizza every day. Well, that's what I'm saying. I would I would I'd make them a casserole with a card that simply says, "Get a hold of me if you need anything else." Yeah. Because and I would call else? you and say, "Where's the hot sauce?" Because what else are you doing? Yeah. There's nothing else you can do. Well, I'm saying like there's there's people that would say, you know, I'll pray for you. I'm sorry. I need more. I need something. You know, I would like, you know, why don't you come talk to me? Why don't you come visit me? Sit down and we we can just talk. Why don't we have some coffee? Why don't we have a beer? Why don't, you, yeah. why don't we go to a bar and sit and just talk Yeah. so I can get over this? I don't need you to, to, to get on your knees and, and, and look at the sky and, and talk. I need you yeah. to come here and talk to me. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing, though. You know, food is a very comforting item. Right. So I feel like that's actually, I feel like everybody should adopt that practice. Order your friend a pizza or their favorite food. Get, you know, DoorDash yeah. and shit these days. Yeah. You can order anything and get it sent to somebody. Um, and, then, you know, yeah, just put a little note in it. That's that's probably the most thoughtful thing you can do for somebody. Right. Because that kind of, that there's more thoughts, there's more thought put into doing something like that than thoughts and prayers. Yeah. To be honest with you. Now, don't don't get me wrong. There are some situations where that may not be appropriate, but I think for most situations, that would be a really good thing to do for somebody. Um, uh, or why not a conversation? Yeah, this is this is another thing, and I this I, I get this is what I get passionate about now. Good like anymore because I'm not. My beliefs have changed in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. That's that's not hidden from anyone, and I'm not yeah. ashamed of that. But my thing is, if someone's having a hard time, and as I mentioned. If someone's having a hard time with something, you'll get the, I'll pray for you, or my prayers are with you. Why don't you take yourself to that person and just sit and talk with them? Yeah. 
why don't you pick up the phone and just call them and just talk to them and be there for them and don't tell them I'm going to do this. Okay. So how is that really, really helping me? Yeah. It's not. It doesn't. I know you're having a hard time, so I'll pray for you. Okay, cool. I am having a hard time, but why don't you come over and we can just powwow and like, you know, watch a movie or something. Why don't you talk to me instead of the invisible man in the sky? Thank you. Thank you. Mic drop. All right. That's all I need to say. And on on that note. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I want to thank everybody for listening still. Um, I know this podcast was kind of like a rehashing of the first episode. Um, usually we would save something like that for like a milestone episode, like 45 or 50. But, um, you know, I was asked about it today and I realized I had not really touched on all the details of that. And I wanted to get all of my emotion and all my angst out for that. And that's this is my podcast. It's my outlet. If you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. That's the beauty of it. It's a free fucking country. But, um you know, I wanted to thank everybody who kind of took, the, who always takes the time to listen to this. Whether they listen to the recent episodes or going back and listening to old episodes, um, we love you for it. Well, I think the milestone of our 45th show, which is our next one, may be our last one because we might be anal probed. That's true. So we may not even make it to 50. You may not make it to 50. In more ways than one. <laughs> Didn't think about that. So let's. In the next week or two, let's let's do that show. Okay. I will get um, maybe we'll get an in-house guest too. Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, of somebody who would be good with those sorts of things. Well, Jr. Oh man, we are so on the same wavelength. You thought that too? Uh, yeah, I did. He okay. was the first fucking person that came to mind. Yeah, let's um, <laughs> let's maybe if he's not going to a Grateful Dead concert, we'll, let's we'll let's get him in here. Let's get. Uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm set this up. All the way from Mountain View, California. <laughs> I'm going to set this up. I really am because um, we have to make a big deal out of this one. We really do. And it's going to be a Facebook Live one. Okay. And I want him to wear his Jesus costume. Oh, for sure. Here. Yes. In the Have we named this basement? We really haven't because at your old house, it was the Dead Cave. Yeah. Um, and I picked up on that name with listening to the first episode again which was cool it was nice to go back and listen to it um which was really good it was a good episode um we haven't really named this one yet but it's um it's i think i would say it's probably about the same size maybe a little bit bigger it's a little bigger it's a little bigger you have more of a variety of things down here though it's not just horror themed or you know walking dead themed you definitely have your walking dead stuff up all around this place yeah um you know and I may take some pictures and like you know post them to the Facebook page because we haven't posted anything there in a long time but you've got like your dartboard you got a little walking dead section you've got your clown section um you've got you know some a lot just of horror retro references 80s toys yeah. and you know I've got all the your Marvel old toys your Marvel posters the stuff. The group shrine, and then this little end table here, where I'm always afraid that I'm going to knock Leatherface off <laughs> uh, when I try to pull it closer, so I can mount my mic to it. Um, but then we've got Lester, yeah, oh, who's, who's been on Lester. the show before. Oh, t- Jesus, let's just bring Lester on the conspiracy theory show. Fuck you guys. <laughs> See? See, <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Lester. <laughs> yeah, so take pictures of this, and we'll do. Um, we need to get another picture of you and I tonight. 
Yes, we do. So well, we you sent please, me a picture that. God, change that picture. It's that, like that's us at our skinniest, though. You really want to change that? <laughs> yeah, because I've I've gained like thirty pounds back. Have you really? Yeah, from I that was, time I was bigger then. Well, I well, you lost like before, the weight and I found it's it. It's like before and after reverse. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. No, I'm I'm still at around you know between two. We need a new picture though to show off our fat faces. Maybe we'll have uh, someone take a picture of us next to Mike. Oh, we could do that too. We can include him. That would work. All right, awesome. Well, okay. I think that'll do it for today. We yeah, appreciate whoever, everybody listening. Whoever hears this, um, be prepared because we're going to start adding stuff to the Facebook page. We're going to do a show in the next couple of weeks. That's yeah, gonna, we've been talking about it. Um, it's going to this the show coming up. I promise will be one of our top five shows. Oh, and that's a that's a big promise to deliver. On I'm my going friend. to make it All one right. of our top five shows. All right, because I have a guest in mind for it. Like not just Aaron Ryder, but someone like hopefully they give us just a couple minutes. That would be cool, just to get a little another perspective. It should be good stuff, and it'll be very entertaining. Hopefully, and hopefully we don't get shut off, or our Facebook page, or our Facebook feed doesn't go out. But um, you know, stick around for it because that would still be interesting, though. So, all right, everybody. I appreciate. It. We're gonna we're gonna start all right. We're gonna end all right. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Take care. We'll see you soon. Bye. She was fucking the guy that was fucked me.